I am so excited today to talk about, I want to talk all things Facebook groups, high-end clients. Are Facebook groups worth it? Are your clients in there? We've had so many amazing questions come in from our audience, um, and I'm excited to talk about this. You guys asked for it, and here it is. Like, I'm delivering today. So go ahead and grab something to take some notes with, because I really want to walk through several different things when it comes to Facebook groups, when it comes to the strategy, when it comes to high-end clients. Like, I'm going to talk and riff about all of it today. Um, so it's going to be a little brain dumpy, I guess. Um, but you're going to walk away with some really golden nuggets and some good mindset shifts and just some practical things that you can start doing now. Um, if you are thinking about or already using Facebook groups to call in and to attract these high-end clients, let's talk about it all. So the first thing uh, that I kind of want to preface all of this with and want to say first before we dive in, uh, in my opinion, Facebook groups are a gold mine. Okay, they are a gold mine. And I just think that if you operate a business on social media, and if you have a Facebook account, that you're losing a lot of money and you're leaving a lot on the table if you're not leveraging Facebook groups. And when I say Facebook groups, I'm talking other people's groups and your own Facebook group, just Facebook groups in general. Um, and just to be very clear, like this is the future of Facebook. <laughs> um, now, I don't know how many of you study up on the trends. I don't know how many of you stay up to speed with um, the future direction and intention of these social platforms that you're using for your business. But that is like my everyday job. So I'm. it's a whole nother conversation for another time. But I do just want to like say here while we're talking about this, like if you use Facebook for your business at all, um, the future of Facebook are groups, period. Do your research, look it up, get into it. There's a ton of things that Mark Zuckerberg has put out that has very clearly stated his intention and his future goals and the way that the platform is going to be changing and adjusting to be 100% focused on Facebook group communities. Why? Because it, they, they, so Facebook wants you to build relationships with people, period. That's what they want. That's all they want you to do is get a Facebook group, be in Facebook groups, and build relationships and spend most of your time in those places. That's it. That's what it wants you to do. So with that being said, I have used Facebook groups for my business and I've used them for collaboration opportunities and I've used them to get um, different uh, job opportunities over the last 21 years of my career. And I've taught my clients to use them since the day they came out. And my strategy, which we'll talk about a little bit later, has gotten more refined, even better, and way more simple than back when Facebook first came out. So yes, I've made some tweaks and changed things to, to work with how things operate now. However, this, the intention and strategy has always been the same, okay? And I wanna talk about that because I think that sometimes we have these kind of blurred lines on what should we be doing in these Facebook groups and how do we use them in a way that positions us as a valuable high-end client or coach, right? Okay. So first things first, Facebook groups are a goldmine. I don't care how you slice and dice it. It doesn't mean that you need to use them. I'm just telling you. My, my clients and I collectively have, have made millions of dollars off just Facebook groups by themselves. So take it as a grain of, take it with a grain of salt, take it as you will, take it for face value, totally up to you. 
I'm just telling you my experience. Okay. So I want to get that out of the way. And the thing that I want to say is Facebook groups is just like any other strategy. Facebook groups are no different than running a Facebook ad or sending out an email or posting a story on Instagram or doing an an audio on Clubhouse or recording a podcast or dancing on TikTok or doing a reel, okay? Like, or a video on YouTube or a video in your Facebook group or on your business page. They all, all all of those are strategies and they all work. Facebook groups are no different. I don't know why people look at them differently. I don't know why people look at a Facebook group and instantly think, oh, it's a spam fest, it's a promo fest. It's whatever the fuck you use it for, to just be purely honest. It is whatever you use it for. If you don't like groups that promote, don't go in groups that promote. If you don't like groups that have promo threads, then don't go in groups with promo threads. Don't put promo threads in your Facebook group. Like. It is what, however you use it and however you think of it is how it's going to be. That's your choice. And that is your choice. So that's the good news. It is your choice. Don't entertain or do or be part of things you don't like. That's it. The strategy works just the same as anything else. Okay? I don't like 99% of Facebook ads. I don't like 99% of the shit that gets in my feed that I'm not asking for. So you know what I do? I say, I don't want to see posts, uh, ads like this anymore. I'm not going to go like email ads or Mark Zuckerberg and be like, oh my God, take ads away. Facebook ads suck. I don't like it. Like that's ridiculous. Facebook groups are no different. I also don't like TikTok. You'll never find me or catch me on TikTok. I don't like it. I'm not going to do it. Um, it's just not my thing. But I'm not like emailing the owner of TikTok and, or their developer and being like, it sucks. That platform sucks. Take it down. People make tons of money doing it. Good for you. So figure out your thing and then do it. At the end of the day, none of the strategies are different and they're in the intentions of them. They all work. They all do the same thing, right? Like if you're running a Facebook ad and you're putting in your demographics, that ad is going to show up in the feeds of people that didn't ask to see it that don't give a shit about it and don't want to see it. That doesn't mean we that Facebook ads suck and nobody should use it and they don't work and they're spam fests because technically we could say that, right? Because every goddamn ad is a promotion. There's not a single ad that just gives pure value. There's a promotion in every one of those ads and you see them in your newsfeed whether you ask for them or you don't. I don't opt in for any of the ads that I see on my newsfeed, right? In fact, I have to take the time to go in and say, I don't want to see these ads anymore. So I have to take time out of my day in order for me to not see those promotions in my face. None of them are valuable. They are all promos, right? With Facebook groups, at least you get to pick and choose, right? You get to pick and choose your poison. Do you want to be in groups that allow certain things or do you not? Do you want to interact with certain things or do you not? You are in full control of that. So again, I just need to make it very clear for those of you that either say this or you think this or you've heard people say it, oh my God, Facebook groups are this and they're that. They're whatever the fuck you make them to be. Don't join the groups that do the shit you don't like. That's it, right? You have that control. You have that choice. At the end of the day, it doesn't make Facebook groups any less valuable or profitable. Just because you or your coach or someone you look, you know, saw a post and they're like, ugh, ranting about it, 
it doesn't change the fact that there are billions of people making millions of dollars using Facebook groups, just like ads or any other strategy we've talked about here so far. Okay. So I want to be very, very, very clear about that. And we need to shift our perspective on this. Any strategy that you use or that you entertain or that you're part of or that you do is going to be whatever you make it to be. Okay. Now, the cool thing I love about Facebook groups is that once you get your strategy producing results, you can hire someone to do this for you. So this is another thing that I see come up with Facebook groups is I see people saying stuff like, I don't have time. I've actually heard this from a leader in our space that you guys probably invest in. And I wouldn't give her a penny of, of my, my money because I think that uh, some of the things she says is complete out of integrity. But um, she said things before, like literally on her live videos, before pitching you guys, she has said, I don't have time to be in DMs talking to you guys. I can't be bothered with it. I'm not going to do it. Don't send me DMs. Do not, because I'm not going to answer them. I don't have time for that. I run ads because I don't have time to be sitting on Facebook or social media, having conversations with people and building relationships. Zero time for it. Not going to do it. (laughs) Hey, to each their own, right? I would never give her any of my money. But the point is, and I wouldn't send my people to her either. But again, to each their own. Okay. Uh, no judgment, just wouldn't, that's not how I would show up. Um, but if you're someone who, so that same person talks a lot about, um, she says things, you know, a lot like just run ads and basically automate everything and don't build relationships in, in other words is what she's saying, um, and just sell your shit. Okay. So in other words, that's what she's saying. Um, if you agree with that, you probably should just unsubscribe from my podcast and exit my entire space. Cause like, I'm not about that. Um, and, and, and not, I'm not saying about the ads. I'm, I mean, I don't run ads. I'm just saying I don't like the intention and the mindset behind that. Um, it's not integrity for me. It's just not how I operate. So, but this person is like, you know, if you want to scale, and again, what the fuck does scale mean? Scale can mean anything to any fucking buddy. Scaling could mean getting off food stamps and, and making $1,000 a month. Scale could be a million dollars a month. Who the fuck knows? Like scaling is what? It's whatever you want it to be. So that to me is like, what the fuck does it mean to scale? Like it means whatever. But at the end of the day, if you're listening to someone who's saying, if you want to scale your business or take it to the next level, um, you know, that might be another more appropriate word. Um, or if you want to see more clients or see more money, make more money or just get bigger, better results, whatever this person says, you know, you have to automate, you need to run ads, like you can't be playing on social media, building relationships with people. Um, Okay, so that's just hard for me to even say. But at the end of the day, let's entertain it for a second. So let's, let's entertain this scale idea. If you want to use Facebook groups organically for free, and because at this time, they're not charging for them. um, We're very fortunate for that, but maybe someday they're going to. Um, so let's just say that you want to use Facebook groups organically, um, and you, but you also want to take your business to the next level, meaning at some point you don't want to be like in the groups or, you know, in the conversation, like at some point you don't want to be doing the things, right? So let's just call that scale. At some point you want to scale, take your business to the next level. You want to be able to multiply. You want to be able to like, 
not have to do all of the things that maybe you're having to do to get things started, right? So being in the groups, engaging, posting, in the DMs, whatever it is, whatever it looks like, okay? Then the way that you would scale, I'm using air quotations, the way that you would make that scalable or multiply that or allow that to take you to the next level is go hire a fucking human being to do it for you. It's really that simple. So let's look at it this way. You can pay money to ads to have ads bring you cold leads from God knows where that you still have to nurture. You still have to build a relationship with them to maximize the sales from that investment, which is time and money. With Facebook groups, it's only your time. It is not your money. It's only your time. And instead of paying an ad to automatically do it for you, pay a human to automatically do it for you. There's your scale. It's really fucking simple. And at the end of the day, when you think about it, it's human-centric, right? And that, I'm going to talk about that because that's something I love about organic strategy is the human-centric piece. My conversations, my strategies, my actions convert faster than any Facebook ad on the planet will ever convert. And I don't care if you're who you are. Like proven fact, backed by science. It just is what it is because it's human-centric. And human-centric automation will never trump human-centric strategy ever, 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 ever. Okay. So if you want to multiply and be like, okay, I love the results, but like I need more of them and I need them faster without me. Hire humans to do it for you. Okay. You'll get way more ROI than you're going to with a Facebook ad any day, period. So there's that. Let's just crush that little myth right there. Right. So that's what I wanted to start with. (laughs) So let's talk about high-end clients. Are they in these Facebook groups? Here's the short answer. Yes, yes, they are. But I want to talk through this, okay, because there is a little bit of context here. Do you have high-end clients in Facebook groups? Yes, you do. Uh, There's a couple actual facts that I can back up with this. Uh, Number one, any successful entrepreneur that's leading the way, that is paving the path, that is, um, you know, um, you're following, that's leading you, they have a fucking Facebook group. (laughs) They have a Facebook group, so they're in Facebook groups, okay? They have a Facebook group. That's, that's the idea. All these people that are like ranting and raving and bitching about Facebook groups, nine out of 10 of them, they're doing that inside their own Facebook group. So you're knocking Facebook groups, but you're trying to build your own. Huh? Uh, Again, again, not logical. Doesn't make sense to me. Um, You can't bitch and nag and hag on Facebook groups. And then you have your own that you're trying to get people into. Uh, Does that logically make any sense? Absolutely not. Okay. So yes, high-end clients are in Facebook groups. That's one reason I know. The other is I'm a high-end client. I am a high-end client and I am in Facebook groups. Okay. Um, I'm a high-end client. I invest greatly, consistently, and always. I am a high-end client. Um, I not only invest, I do the goddamn work. Like I'm an awesome client. So there's that. And I'm in Facebook groups. Okay. Many of my clients who are doing half a million dollars or more a year, they not only have a group, they're in Facebook groups. (laughs) So again, I could go on and on about, yes, high-end clients are in Facebook groups. So let's talk through this first, okay? First of all, um, for me, okay, and you might relate to this different or break it down, digest it, compartmentalize it, however you want. For me, a high-end client is not about how much money someone makes or doesn't make completely fucking irrelevant to me. 
doesn't matter. I give two shits about how much money you do or do not make. It's none of my business. I don't care. I don't care. How much money you do or do not make does not define who you are as a fucking human. And again, these are just these shitty coaches out there that are, you know, they're just all about themselves. They're all about making money in their own pockets and, and their goals and their agenda. And they don't really care about other people or building relationships with people. They don't give a shit about you, right? They just want your money. At the end of the day, I don't care what you make or what you don't make. It's none of my business, right? Unless I'm your financial advisor, none of my business. What I'm looking for, what I define as in, you know, a high-end client for me and what I am as a high-end client I am looking for characteristics and I'm looking for mindset. I am seeking a specific mentality, okay? So I have a demographic and that's what I'm looking for. And hands down, these amazing ladies are in Facebook groups, but they're also on IG. They're also on Clubhouse. They're even on YouTube. And some of them are on TikTok. The point is your clients are everywhere. They're on all the platforms, but... You got to number one, decide like number one, you need to know who your ideal client is. And then in, in what things tell you it's an ideal client. So write that down. Uh, my ideal client, what tells you, what things do you look for? What signals are you looking for that tell you that this is an ideal client for you? Right? Is it just money? Oh, she must make this much? Does that mean she's high-end? She could be a fucking douchebag. She could be someone who, who hoards her money. Maybe that's why she has so much. Maybe she hoards it. She could be someone that never invests. She could be someone that, um, you know, is selfish with her money. What the fuck? Like, a high-end client is not defined by how much money you make. And that, guys, that's a mindset shift right there. Okay? So, but you, for yourself, you need to write down what things tell you that someone's a high-end client for you specifically, okay? And then number two, you have to decide what platform you are willing to work. What platform are you willing to work? Because guys, at the end of the day, if you don't do the damn things, you're not getting the results. There's no like magic genie or fairy or unicorn that's coming down and doing the work for you. You've got to put the work in or you're not going to get the results. Nobody, no coach, no training, no secret sexy strategy that was just created yesterday um, and it's brand new. None of that's going to get you anything. Getting results is you doing the work consistently, period. Do it imperfectly, but do it consistently. That's it. If that's all I said on this podcast, just take that home. Because at the end of the day, that's the problem. That's the problem. You, So many entrepreneurs are going from this to this to this to this. You're chasing clients. You're begging clients. You're desperate. It shows. You can see it in the, the way that you're talking and the things you're saying in your posts. Um, you are desperate. And most people don't invest in desperate people. It's just not attractive. And you're switching up your strategies every day and your things and your niche and your messaging. And people can tell you just don't know what the hell you're doing. You're all over the place. It's inconsistent and it's not attractive. And people don't invest in those types of things, right? So again, hint, hint, all of those things, the opposite of all of those things are the mentalities I look for in someone. None of that, right? My clients don't have any of that stuff going on. And I'm not, I'm not doing those things. So therefore, it's an equal match. It's an energy match, right? So you have to, you know, decide who's an ideal client and what things tell you that she is. And then what platforms are you willing to work for? 
right? So for me and my clients, we mainly just do Facebook and Instagram, but the strategy is the same. It takes about two to three hours a day. We do the same sort of strategy. The intention's exactly the same, whether we're on Instagram or we're on Facebook or email list or whatever we're doing, right? Like it's all the same thing. It's just a different platform. So you look at it this way, and this is, um, this is kind of, um, an example I like to use because I think we can really relate and it just makes logical sense. Um, I like to look at Gucci versus Goodwill. Okay. When you look at either one of these brands, they have things in common. Okay. Yet they're total opposite. Gucci and Goodwill are brands. They're recognized brands all over the world. Okay. There's a goodwill everywhere. Maybe it's called something different. I don't know. There's a goodwill everywhere. There's a Gucci everywhere. Everybody knows of these two brands, just like Pepsi and Coca-Cola. We all know the brands. Okay. Um, so these are brands, they're businesses, but they have a brand. They're recognized across the world, across the country, across the globe. Right. And when you think about them, they have that in common. The other thing they have in common is other than being businesses with reputable brands and recognized brands, their consistency, the consistency in their brand, their messaging, their target market, and the quality of their products. They have all those things in common. Goodwill has never really changed. Goodwill's always been, um, their marketing and target audience, their marketing has always been geared toward the target market of those that, um, you know, are poverty or don't have very much money, or they are looking for clothes on a budget, right? So it's family friendly, it's budget friendly, it's affordable, it's those types of words. Those words speak to a certain person. Okay, I don't really look at like affordable, I don't look at budget friendly, like affordable, cheap, I don't look like for me specifically, those words do not speak to me. Now, a little side note here. I grew up in poverty and that is where we bought my clothes. And it was from Goodwill always. Um, and when I was in my twenties as a single mom, I lived on government housing, collected food stamps, and we shopped every single month at Goodwill to buy our clothes. So again, no judgment. I come from this shit. I come from this, uh, today. I, that just does not speak to me anymore as who I am today. I built a different life and I built a different mindset. And if you are a goodwill brand, I'm probably not attracted to your messaging. Do you, does that make sense? Are we, are we following this a little bit? If you look at Gucci, Gucci has a specific brand and they sell their, their prices match the quality of their brand, just like goodwill, right? The, the prices at goodwill are affordable, for that particular target market, meaning the market that doesn't have very much money and they need clothes, but they don't, they have a budget, they don't have much money. So the value of those clothes match it and the price matches that so that that target audience can afford it. And that the, the quality is used clothes, okay? They're used clothes. Um, it's used items, it's used clothes, used furniture, everything, it's a use, it's second, secondhand hand-me-down items, right? And that's why the price is lower. If you look at Gucci, it's top line quality. It's a recognized name brand and their prices match that particular value of their product. And that speaks to a specific demographic or target market, right? 
if you're shopping at Gucci, you are shopping for brand, name brand and you're shopping for quality of product. You wanna, you're the type of person that has the mentality that you want to walk around with name brand items and super top quality and expensive, right? Or maybe it's affordable to you, but you want to walk around with things that are flashy, that are sexy, that are high quality, that are um, name brand recognized globally across the world. You want to walk around with that stuff on you. You want the bag, the handbag that says the Gucci or Louis Vuitton or whatever it might be for you, red bottoms. Maybe you feel amazing having red bottom shoes and that's your thing. Maybe it's the type of vehicle you drive. Maybe you drive a Range Rover versus, you know, a Ford because a Range Rover tells your neighbors that you have money and you're successful and it's sharp and it looks sexy and you're driving around and it makes you feel rich and wealthy and good and successful and accomplished or whatever, right? There, there are demographics for each of these brands. Okay, so now that I've shared that, and I think everybody should probably understand what I was saying there, you have to start thinking about your business as a brand. And then you need to decide who shops at your store. What is her mindset? What are her preferences? What are her standards? What are her thoughts? What makes her shop at your store versus another another store, right? And that's what you should be looking for when we talk about a high-end client. It, a high-end client is just the person It is just the human who shops at your store. That's it. That's all it is, right? It's the person who shops at your store. And that gets to be whoever you decide. You just need to fucking decide and then you need to stick to it, okay? So people say all the time, oh, successful business owners are not in Facebook groups. But here's what they're really saying. Here's what they're really saying. People who make money aren't in Facebook groups, okay? So... (laughs) That again, it's just, you have to change your mindset on this. So then you have to decide, are your ideal clients people that make money or that if that's it, or are they just people with like a specific mentality or a set of characteristics who are committed to find, get, borrow, earn the money to get what they want, right? And I will say this, even people with tons of money might not invest in your shit, We talked about this just a second ago. People with money, just because someone has money or doesn't have money, that does not make them a certain type of person. That's why we say there's a lot of rich assholes out there, right? There's also a lot of broke, really fucking genuine people. Again, money does or does, money or not money does not make the person. And this is where I like, I won't invest in coaches or mentors or leaders, I'm doing air quotations, that have this shitty type of mindset where they talk about, you know, money. You have to make money to be success to be deemed a successful person. You have to make a certain amount of money. Or if you make a certain amount of money, you're my ideal client. Or if you make a certain amount of money, then you hang on this platform or this strategy. It's all fucking bullshit. It's all bullshit. Look around. Millionaires who lead this way have fucking Facebook groups, dude. Like seriously, at the end of the day, this is super annoying. And again, it's just... You have to think about the mindset that coach or that person has when they're saying shit like that. Like, literally, they're basically saying, if you don't have money, you suck, you're not successful, and you're not my client. But yet you could be the person that will go find, get, buy, earn that money and show up and do all the fucking work and get the resu- results where I've had clients pay me twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 and fall off the face of the earth and go MIA and you can't locate them anywhere. So which one is the more 
you know, high-end client. Probably the one that found the money, worked really hard to get it, and then she worked really hard to show up and do the shit to get the results. Right? What do you deem as a high-end client? So again, this is this is what I want you to think about, okay? Because even people with a ton of money might not invest, right? Um, and I'm not so sure that this strategy of just chasing people that have money is the answer here, right? It's just some thought-provoking things for you to think about. Okay, so let's talk about high-end clients because they do show up differently, right? They are in groups, but they do show up differently. And that is really what I want you to be looking for if you're going to be using... Uh, Facebook groups as your strategy and your thinking or your, you know, um, your client acquisition, your lead gen plan. But I also want you to, again, you have to identify what a high-end client is for you. But high-end clients, again, if we go by my version of what an ideal client is, she's posting positive posts inside groups. She's answering questions and she's sharing value that people really want and need. She's super confident and she is oh so consistent and she's so inspiring right? Like she's the type of person where you might not know a single thing about her. You've never even seen her before yet. You cannot stop binging on her content. You're, you're, you saw her post and you went to her profile and you're going down her videos and you're going down her things and you're checking her Instagram and you're going down this rabbit hole of like binging on her and you might not even know a thing about her, right? But you're curious. She captured your attention because her presence, verbal and nonverbal, were very intriguing and very on point right? So she's not the person that's showing up in the groups, putting things like, join my group if you want to promote every day for free. That's not, a, that's not, that would not be my idea of an, a high-end client, because that's not what she posts. That's not how she operates. She doesn't operate from that place of that desperation like that. She operates from a place of like, just being and just showing up and sharing her truth, sharing value, sharing her story, really capturing people's attention. That's my type of client, not the one that's like, hey, you know, you want to join my group? You can promote every single day if you join. It feels very desperate, like, oh my God, I need people. I need numbers. It looks like you're chasing vanity metrics. It looks like you're like, I don't care who you are, what you do. Come join my group. So I, it's about you, so that I can fulfill my agenda of having vanity metrics in my Facebook group, just numbers. And like, you can pitch and promote the group to death. That to me is not like, I'm not doing that in my group and I'm not, I don't teach my clients to do that. Um, and for me, that would not be a high end client because I want a client that's building a community and that's valuable and it's targeted and it's quality leads and it's good conversation and community and co-creation. And I wanted to show up that way and I wanted to trust that process and believe in that process. Um, so again, characteristics, mentality, those are the types of people. Um, you know, and she's not posting those negative posts that are assumptive, like, hey, you suck at your marketing or hey, your marketing gets zero results. Like, how do you know that? that that's a total assumption. How do you know that? And why do you want to speak to someone who gets zero results? Like, why are we talking that way? Why are we speaking that language? Why are we enabling that? And uh, how do you know that, right? Like, so for me, it's like very assumptive and it's very irrelevant types of posts. That That's not who I look for when I go inside Facebook groups to build relationships. I'm not looking for that. She's also not the person that's sending random DMs or friend requests to people. She's not doing that. She's showing up very powerfully, very consistently. And by doing that, she's just, just by being and just owning her truth, she's calling in and attracting ideal clients that are just intrigued by her, period. They don't even know why, they just are. Um, now, she might also be the group owner, 
So she might not necessarily be a member of the group. She might actually be the person that owns the group. But this is for you to decide. But here's what I'll tell you right now. Your ideal clients are in groups for the most part. Okay, depending on your niche, depending on your target market, maybe there are some of you where it's like they're absolutely not on Facebook. But don't make that assumption just because you're not on Facebook or you don't like Facebook or you don't use this strategy. That doesn't mean your clients don't. So again, there might be a few target markets, but I can tell you right now, I could go to Facebook in the search bar right now and I can search groups from real estate to chiropractors to mental health to sales psychology to business to uh, products to this and that. And I'm going to find groups of those people, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of those groups. So pretty much everybody's on Facebook. Okay. Um, so I just want to be clear about that. Another thing to try and think about is they may not be in the free groups or the business type groups. So just because, um, you know, just because you might have a business Facebook group, it doesn't necessarily mean your clients, even if your clients are business owners, they might not have, they might not be inside business Facebook groups or the free Facebook groups. They might be in the high level networking or the speaking groups or the collaborative groups or um, only groups of like top leaders in the industry or within their niche that they follow, that they're inspired by, or they might only be in the paid groups of their coaches or their mentors, right? So your job is to figure it out and then go get in those places. So for an example, years and years ago, when I first started this journey, one of the top leaders in the, in the coaching space uh, was David Nagel. Uh, he's still phenomenal. But back then, that's who I immediately found. And I just was so fascinated by him and the mindset. And at that time, it was just, I, I was really fascinated by him. And so what when I wanted to work for him, I actually wanted to do sales for him. And he didn't know me. He had never, I didn't even know him. He didn't know me, but I was binging on all this stuff. So I was like, how do I get in front of this guy um, and, and, and put myself in front of him? So I got on his email list. I joined his, one of his paid programs, which got me in his paid Facebook group. And that was how I was naturally able to get in front of him. I shared value in that group. I showed up and asked questions. I answered questions. I provided value. I showed up confidently. I was very consistent. And I was just me, like I was just being me. And his manager, after a few months, ended up sending me a private message on Facebook and asked if I'd be interested in interviewing for a sales role that was opening up for one of David's campaigns. And I was like, absolutely, that's exactly what I want, yes. And so I ended up doing some sales campaigns for him. So again, I'm trying to, to give you different examples and context here of the different ways that Facebook groups can be of value to you to get opportunities you want, whether it's collaboration opportunities, job opportunities, or attracting clients, right? And I've used that strategy to this very day and it's worked like a charm. I've worked for multiple seven and eight figure leaders in our space. I've worked with them, I've worked for them, I've trained their sales teams, and guess how I found them all? Guess how I got every single one of those opportunities? By being in those people's Facebook groups. So there you go. Um, now let's take it back a bit and I wanna talk about the strategy with Facebook groups as we start to wrap up here. There are a lot of different groups with a lot of different audiences and rules, and so you really have to sit down and decide what are your goals with groups? What are your goals, right? So for me, my goal is not to generate sales. My goal is visibility and authority. No one is buying from me anyway without those two things first existing. 
So then after I do that, I want to build relationships with those people. And so my group strategy is very simple. I want people coming to me versus me coming to them. And don't mistake this to say that we don't ever send a DM or we don't ever reach out or we don't ever send a friend request. We only do that with people we built relationships with or people that are in our Facebook group community. We're not going in other groups and other places just randomly doing this. But yes, we are putting the work in. I want to make that very clear. Um, We're not spraying, praying, and hope is not a strategy. We're not sitting back saying, I hope that somebody reaches out to me and wants to buy. Like, we're not doing that. It's not a strategy. So I want DMs from people. I want Facebook friend requests. I want people to follow me on Instagram. And I want people to opt in for my free stuff. And then from there, I want to give them value and start building that relationship, right? This all takes place before I ever even think about selling or what I like to call solving problems, Because I cannot solve a problem without first building the relationship and understanding if they even have a problem to begin with and do they want it solved? Because that's up to them. They might have a problem, but do they want it solved? That's up to them. I can't sell you something, a solution to a problem that you don't fucking think you have or sell you a solution to a problem that you know you have, but you don't want to solve it, right? Like I'm not, I can't sell you a solution then right? Like you have to understand sales. So in groups, and what I teach my clients is what I just call my power hour strategy to keep it really simple. It's one to three hours a day total. And we show up in three to five groups every every day. We answer questions with, which is authority building. We share valuable stories and tips, which builds relatability and vulnerability, which then creates trust. And then we engage later in the day on those comments, which makes me a trusted advisor And then we drop promo posts later in the day or a couple of times a week after the above is done. And these promo posts are free. I want to make that very clear. We're promoting a free resource or a free training and people can opt in if they want it or they don't. So the thing you have to understand about sales is you can't go around telling people, I help people do ABC and then not provide them with a resource that supports that or a next step that supports that, right? It's like going to the doctor with back pain and they say, yeah, you probably have scoliosis, have a good day. And they walk away with those, they don't offer you a next step, like a pamphlet with some information maybe, or, you know, like a visit to like another type of specialist, like what's the next step here, doc, right? So like, if you're going in groups, it's like, I show up, I post, I answer questions, I give value, I share my story, I'm vulnerable, I'm an open book, I'm a trusted advisor. The next step is give them a free resource or a free training that supports all the shit I've been saying all week in this Facebook group that you've been commenting on and enjoying. The next step is now that I've built all that up, I'm going to share a free resource. So my promo post is a free resource. It's not a a paid offer. And we're sending that and then we are allowing people to choose if they want it or they don't by saying in the comments, yes. And if they see the post and they don't want it, then they can keep scrolling. They don't need to stop. They can just scroll on by and keep doing what they're doing. And it's giving people the opportunity to opt in or out on their own. And I'm not, I'm not influencing that either way. I'm not attached to it. I'm not influencing. I'm not sending these weird random DMs to people like, hey, I have this free thing. You want to buy it? Hey, we're in the same Facebook group. You want my shit? I'm like, no, nobody wants your shit. So I'm allowing people to decide for themselves. I have a free resource that I believe is going to solve some problems for some of you based on the conversations we've been having and the things you've been saying. And so I want to provide something for free for you that I think will solve a problem or help you. 
And then people have the choice, okay? And then people comment below. And then we get their email and we send them the free thing. Now they're in our ecosystem. And then they're in our email. And then we give them more value. And then we check in and see how they're doing and answer questions and give them another free training or value. And then we invite them to our free group where they can see our lives and our free trainings and free resources and, and be part of our community and, and build relationships with others. And all, the list goes on and on. That's our ecosystem. And from that, we get hundreds of qualified leads every single week on our email list and in our Facebook group. And these are hand selected because guess what? We get to choose who we allow in our Facebook group and don't. We get to choose who we accept as friends and, and who we deny. We get to choose who we stay connected with and don't. And we get to choose who we engage with in the DMs and don't. Hand selected, cherry picked, okay? We get hundreds of DMs every week that we get to filter through and decide. And thousands of people see my profile, which is visibility. They wouldn't have seen it otherwise. No different than running a Facebook ad and showing up in someone's newsfeed. And we get daily sales, okay? Every day because sales happen a lot faster this way. So we're not pitching anything paid. We're not sending out weird cold DMs to people. We're not spraying and praying, right? So like I said at the start of this, all these strategies work when you know how to work them and then you do it consistently. You have to put the work in. Now, what work you do depends on you. Now, you can run ads. You can pay thousands of dollars a month. You can spend three to five months testing, tweaking, getting one ad to work and then see some leads come through in small batches from God knows where because they're unqualified leads. They're cold, unqualified leads. And then you can spend three to six months nurturing those cold leads until they're ready to actually buy something that actually pays off, right? There's nothing wrong with that. If you have the ability, you can do both. But I recommend having an organic strategy, a human-centric strategy. Um, I also don't like that with ads, I don't have control. They could shut you down. Actually, they shut my account completely down two years ago. Cannot get it open back up. I don't give a shit. I don't use it. But if you were someone who used it, that would suck for you. Um, they could shut you down. It could go away. Or cost per lead could skyrocket whenever it wants, just like it just did uh, recently and is right now at the time of recording this. And with my strategy that I use in groups, I also use the same on LinkedIn. I use the same on Instagram. I use the same to my email list. And I will use the same on any other platform that comes out because it's human centric. It's just me being me and showing up providing value. And that creates the no like and trust, which is required to get a buyer, right? You don't get a sale without those things. And I'm moving all those connections to my email list, which I own. So I have that data. I own that. And I'm, I'm not pitching, right? I don't go straight to a pitch. I'm providing value, building the relationship so I can have their trust and that they'll follow me no matter where I go, right? And then through providing that value, people, you know, when you do put out an invitation and you extend an option for someone who wants to solve their problem to come solve it, they're more open to that because there's been so much relationship and trust built already, right? So this happens quick. So this does create faster conversions because so much of the no like, and trust happens before people ever enter my ecosystem, right? So by the time they get to even get in on my freebie, grabbing my freebie and giving me their email and getting on my email list and jumping in my group, before all of that even happens, they've already been interested in learning how I can help them. And we haven't even had a conversation yet, but they're already interested. So this really starts, guys, let's top it off here. I went a little longer than I wanted to, but I had to make some things really clear. Um, this really starts with you getting clear on who you want to work with and who you don't, who that person is and why she should shop at your store 
what your intentions are with the strategy and the platform that you choose, and what work are you willing to put in and commit to in order to reach your goals. So I want you to go through this, and I want you to really write these things down. I want you to start getting some clarity, making some decisions as we get ready to head into the new year of what this strategy is going to look like for you, and what are your real intentions. Like, just get honest and real with yourself, because that's really part of it, right? Um, That's really part of this. And understand everything I said here about what groups really are, what it's about, what you're really looking for, how you can really show up in just a few hours a day. And all these strategies work. Lock in a decision, guys. Figure out what you're going to do. Make the decision and commit to it. And then recommit to it every day because you're not going to get results overnight. There's no such thing as instant gratification. You're going to have posts and and different things that will perform like wildfire. And then you're going to have some that's complete crickets. And if you get in your head about every single thing, you're not going to, you're going to fail at this, right? You have to understand that that's just the way it is. That's the algorithm. That is the way it goes, right? I have posts that get four, five, six, eight hundred, a thousand comments, and I get others that don't even get one. I'm not really, like, I don't give a shit. I just keep doing my thing. I keep doing my thing. Later is another day. I can post tomorrow and post again in another group. Like, it's not the end of the world. You have to get out of your head. And you have to understand that that's how this works. So there's no instant gratification. You've got to put the work in. But every day, you're not going to be motivated. So you have to really get clear on your intentions. And you have to understand that when you are consistent and you're just being you and you're sharing value and you have the right intentions, that all of these things fall in place. They will work. They will pay off. Okay? So that's what I want you guys to take away. If you think anyone needs to hear this, share this podcast out. Um Definitely let me know your thoughts. Come join our group. Search us on Facebook. Come check out our group. Join our community. Get in my world. Um, I'd love to have you there if you think that this is a fit for you. Um, just go over to Facebook and, and do uh, search in the search bar, um, Six Figure Sales on Social, and you'll see our group pop up. Come join us. Um, come join us. Find me on Instagram, underscore, and Kini. I'm over there as well. Um, once you hit my spaces, we have all kinds of free trainings and resources and downloads for you guys on all of this stuff. So we'd love to have you over there and continue to ser- serve you and support you with these things. If this is something you, you know need help with, it's on your radar, it's interesting to you, uh, if it's speaking to you. All right, guys, I hope this was really helpful. I'll see you guys soon.